All right. Hey, any of y'all got the um, NFL Sunday ticket this year through YouTube? Not, Not yet, yet, but I'm going to get You're gonna it. You're going to do it? Yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. do it? Okay. I was just talking to my buddy about that because I don't know very little about it. I'm going to get my daughter to download the YouTube for me on the smart yeah. TV. <laughs> but she was, uh, he was saying that they don't have the game mix anymore, which I like. That's what I like. They don't have the game mix? Oh, what is yeah. oh, yeah, the so, purpose? So, so I think TV. the NFL is actually doing like a red zone now. But, they, but so the they NFL mix is what I used to watch, where it's like eight screens. And I would just, my wife make fun of me all the time. I'm just sitting on TV just doing this. She's like, how are you watching? Yeah, That's what works for me, though. He yeah. said uh, it's going to be multi-view where you can put four games on. Yeah, you can so you might have to get a second TV. And yeah, you have to get a second TV, oh, and you can okay. log into different different account, or you can log into the same account on different devices. Like, I think you have like a certain, under. like maybe two or three. So you may have to have two up to get all games. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Right now they have a fifty dollar off. I think. See, you, so. know, you wonder my problem is. What I have, I've had Direct TV since two thousand ten, hmm. and since two thousand twelve, they gave it to me free every yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. single year. So paying three hundred, what? $50? It's hard to pay for something. I don't know how much yeah. it is. For is, it, is it 300 it's three, it's 350 350 350 or it's 300 with the discount. That's a lot, man. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah I've had earlier, they had a $100 discount. I used to get it free. I know. <laughs> like, I, like, I used to get the student discount. I used to call my brother like, look, I need that. I need, yeah. I need, I need, I need, I need a student email address. Email. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, did you just win a bunch of... Give me the student email. I need a loan. Yeah. That's a 350 man. Come on, now. Let's just take a ride along the bay We don't need to work, we can sit around and play I've been waiting for so long to get away Welcome to First and 15, the only podcast that's trying to get you paid. I'm here with two-time FFPC champion AB. Next to him is my guy, Dio the Machine. Guys, we don't bring anybody on this couch, but we decided to bring Dave Hubbard here. Legend in the fantasy game. Listen, we're excited. Listen, let's talk some football for a second. Let's get to it. Listen, JT has been the guy who has dominated the headlines as of late. But my question to you guys is, is JT a better fantasy player on the Colts or somewhere else, the field? It's almost like Tiger Woods, right? Tiger of the field? Yeah. Is it the Colts or the field? Like, who are you yeah. taking for the highest value for JT? I'm going to get to that question. I just want to get back to Dave real quick uh, sure. because I got to get this out. Right. I am, like, very, very excited to have this man on the couch. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. if you drafted in any type of high-stake league, like, you know who this guy is. Yes. And if you have not, like – you got to learn who he's got, like, learn who he is. <laughs> yep. Sometimes I feel like, I'm like, I'm happy that you're in a draft because I'm like, all right, let me see what he's doing. You can learn <laughs> a little bit. Like, let me, let see, me see what he's doing. Because yeah. he's going to do something that is very different, very mm-hmm. unique, especially, like, in the later rounds. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> Write that down real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be in too many of your drafts, <laughs> but I want to be in just enough to where right. I'm like, okay. Like, because, I mean, it. Really, like, being able to, like, kind of learn from guys who are just, like, who've been in the game a while, who clearly know their shit, like, who clearly mm-hmm. are elite drafters, elite in-season managers, just, like, you can tell, like, you know the game. It's not mm-hmm. just about, like, drafting. It's not just about fantasy football. Like, you can clearly tell, like, you know the game. You know the nuances. Like, you can read through the tea leaves. You know, you're yeah. kind of ahead of the curve. So, to have you on the couch right now, like, I mean, Live yeah. a legend, we love man. it. We love Live it. Yeah. The yeah. feeling is mutual, and I've always wanted to do the only pod that gets you paid. So. Yeah. 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 
ain't got no pedigree. I'm sitting here with Dio and Abib. They echo the same thing about them. And first time I met original Chris, first time I met Abib, I met Dio before. But yeah, it's an honor and privilege to be here on this set, and hopefully we can. Provide some knowledge that'll help some people uh, do better in the drafts, but uh, yeah. everything will be back. This has been the making for a couple of years. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Trying to make this happen. Oh yeah, so. oh yeah, yeah. So let's talk JT. Okay, yeah. All right, because I want to know, like, should I stop drafting because he's probably going to be off the Colts? Yeah. Or should I be waiting and maybe hop yeah. into a few more drafts? Yeah, I, I had like initial. I had an initial take on this. Like once all this started to kind of unfold, you know, mm-hmm. Jim Mercer said what he said, and then all the news kind of came out. I think immediately in my mind, I was like, he's going to get traded? Oh, great. Like, yeah, yeah. I felt like him on the Colts for the most part. I mean, there's always a situation here or there. But I felt like him on the Colts for the most part was like almost kind of close to his floor. Mm. Now, you, you, could, you could talk about the Russian ability of Anthony Richardson and potentially stealing some Russian TDs. They brought over, you know, the Philly uh, offensive coordinator, Steichen, and – you saw that, what was it, what do they call it, the tush push? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, so, you know, that's a potential, you know, issue for JT when they get, you know, down in the goal line, inside the five of him still in those touchdowns, still in the rushing yards. Uh, but then also, you know, the, the offense in a, as a whole is a question mark, you know. Yeah. It's a question mark. So, if he goes someplace with a better offense, you know, you talked about all tight, you know, all rising tides, lift all ships, mm-hmm. however the saying goes. Right. But, so, we'll get it one day. Yeah, right. well, I'll get it one day. One day. Well, I mess that up every year. So, yeah, for me, I felt like, yeah, like, give me the feel. Give me the feel. I don't know. What you think? I 100% agree with that. I think the mm-hmm. Colts is 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 definitely his floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard today the Eagles, which I don't know if that's any better for his floor. I think that he might find himself in another two back two down uh, situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think my, Miami would be the ultimate spot for JT yeah. to reach his ceiling. Yeah, um, he'll he'll be good wherever he's at. But I think the the Colts were where his price where he was priced and now. The animosity he has with the coaches yeah, and yeah. the organization. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll give 100% this year anyway. So even if the Coats did sign him, I yeah. don't think they're going to pay him. The problem with JT is, and I read a, a very smart smart guy say that it's going to be almost impossible to trade him. It, it's going to yeah. be it's, mm-hmm. in this situation he's in currently. Mm-hmm. Another team being able to give up what they need to give up to get him, where Ursay and I think Ursay's a very smart, sharp guy, mm-hmm. and he told JT, "Okay, go out there in the trade market." He's mm-hmm. already tried to trade him in, mm-hmm. but he knows what the market is. Uh, so I think it's going to be very hard to move JT. I'm going to be surprised if he if he hmm. gets moved. I hope he does, just for for football and and uh, for him. But yeah. I think it might be next year. I got three rapid fire questions for you. You're in underdog best ball. Where are you where are you taking them? Like, where do you feel comfortable? Okay, now is the value now one of the. Full disclosure, yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. taken JT once this year. I don't Damn. like situations. <laughs> I don't like situations that uh, that yeah. are murky. Yeah. And I saw that coming. Yeah. I, I, Jacobs is the same way. Say mm. Jacobs shows up week one. People yeah. are paying a third round price for Jacobs, right? Yeah. right. Majority of the time, sometimes yeah. he sneaks in the fourth. Zamir White's been there the whole time. Yeah. Last year, the reason people faded Jake, uh, Jacobs was because of Zamir White. Yeah. So now the coach sees Jameer White, right? Yeah. And Zamir White's out there busting his ass, doing yeah. what he needs mm-hmm. to do to do the right things. And the kid's super talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could argue kid might be as talented as Jacobs. Yeah. So now he's been there the whole time with the team. McDaniels historically has been a quarterback, a, a, a coach that has used multiple running backs, mm-hmm. right? In his history, he's shown yeah. that everywhere yeah. he's been. Last year, for whatever reason, he stuck with Jacobs. Yeah. Jacobs had his career year. Jacobs got a ton of touches. Mm-hmm. Jacobs is a back immediately that I'm going to look at. Hey, I better fade this dude because he got so many touches that mm-hmm. not yeah. gonna be now he's missed all the training camp. 
And historically, if you look at running backs that have missed all training camp, mm-hmm. they have yeah. underperformed er- yep. every time. Yep. So him yeah. and JT have a lot of stuff working against them yeah. to reach their ceiling in 2023. Man, see, it's my take on it. And see? I haven't drafted either one of them, and I got a lot of money in the game. But guess what? And I don't either. That you know, take is nowhere out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, the way that you just kind of delivered that or just a thought process, like, this is why I think, like, it, unless you have, like, actual skin in the game, like, you, it's hard for you to get that far. Yeah. It's hard, I think, for you to, like, dive deep and, like, really kind of get into the weeds of it to really kind of make an informed decision. Because for me, like, I don't really find out if I'm on a guy or off a guy until, like, I'm drafting. Sure. Like, yeah. sure. You know, sure. ready to click that button. Dale's had an interesting take on JT. No, yeah. I mean, here's my question, right? Yeah. With the coach, he's the bell cow, right? You yeah, agree? Yeah. He's yeah. not sharing. Mm-hmm. What team can he go to where he's going to be the bell cow day one? Because it's like every option I've seen, he's going to share with somebody. And not to say he won't do well, yeah. but if he starts saying, okay, bell cow role compared to, hmm. you know, a committee, yeah. Yeah. and just face value, you'll say, uh, that decreases value, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. My question for y'all is if he gets traded, because it sounds like y'all think if he gets traded, it's a better situation. Does that make his ADP go up? Like, are y'all drafting him higher then? Or? I just speak for the masses, not for myself. Yeah. It, you, it, it, the minute he gets traded to Miami, He's gonna go up. his ADP is definitely going up. Oh, yeah. So, what? if you own him in the thir- at 310, like Abib has a lot of yeah. JT early, yeah. um, you might. Uh, he, you might reach that value, 310 yeah. so not a bad price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're still H.A. and the young kid, he's, he's small. But, man, they, they, they got him for a reason. Mm-hmm. He's, he got hurt, but he's still electric. And the coach there likes Jeff Wilson, likes he Mozart. Likes He'll sprinkle yeah, yeah. them in, even if he yeah, has J.T. Exactly. So, but I think J- J.T. would definitely reach a higher ceiling in Miami than he'll ever reach in, 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 the, in Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what happened with Dalvin Cook since he signed? Has his ADP dropped? Or it's dropped. Dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, he's a weird guy. He's one of those yeah. guys you talk about. I did a draft earlier. He went seventh round. Yeah. You're doing draft two hours later. Yeah. He goes in the late ninth round. Yeah. Yep. So the, that's the problem with people that do ADP drafting this year yeah. that I see. There's no. And we talked about ADP. that pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. Is that there's no strong ADP established. There's ranges yeah. on guys that go in the third round. Yep. And might you might get them in the sixth round. I did yeah. a draft the other night. Aaron Jones never in all main events I've yeah. seen mm-hmm. lives in the fourth round. Right. Pretty much yeah. from yep. the end of got him at five twelve. So, wow. that's what I'm talking yeah, about. The yeah. year 2023 is the weirdest year yeah. in fantasy drafting that I've ever experienced. So, if you're, in a, if, if you're an ADP drafter, it's hard to get your, your board set up where yeah. I know I'm going to take mm. this guy if he falls two pack. Well, mm. that, uh, you might get – you're taking that guy, and then the other guy picks the guy off that yeah. went two rounds later. So, yeah. it, it's a tough year to draft if you're not uh, – don't have strong convictions. Yeah. So, well, here's another thing. Let's go back to JT. Mm-hmm. Are we concerned at all about the injury? I don't know. Mm. I mean, yeah. okay, so yeah. we, we all saw the clips, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those first initial clips of him standing around in practice, mm-hmm. it almost looked like he was limping. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was just something off. I don't yeah. know if he was yeah. just embellishing yeah. it, but it just looked like yeah. the gate was just off a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then on top of that, they said he had to go home to uh, For some personal matters, bit. right? I but think. I just remember him leaving to go rehab or get mm-hmm. some kind of second yeah. opinion. Yeah. It's like – are we talking about the same ankle injury that he dealt with last year? Yeah. Shouldn't that be behind him? Or what, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. He, he could still be uh, lingering injuries, but some of that stuff, him and the coaches might have had a falling out. The coach said it'd be best if you didn't yeah. leave for a couple yeah. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. instead of us blowing up, and they know yeah, JT yeah. is not happy. Yeah. And the coaches aren't happy with him yeah. because what do coaches want to do? They want to win. And they know he's their best player. They want yeah. him out there. So. I won't lie. He's like the ultimate, like, just kind of like lazy analysis, like, uh, or lazy draft value uh, click he where is. like 
he's JT. He's just yeah. JT. Mm-hmm. And oh man, he could sign anywhere. He could do this. Like oh, he's just doing it because you know he wants to get out of Indy. Yeah. Three ten. He's done four, it before. Four one. Yeah. Like it makes you think. Oh. Just let me click. Yeah, just let yeah, me yeah, click. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's lazy, but like man, like I call that small chance that it hits. <laughs> it's hard. It classic uh, trap click. I look back and uh, when I'm setting my lineups in December and, and I'm shaking my head and saying, "Why does yeah. team underperform?" Why do you do that? Yeah. Like I trapped here, here, and here. Yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, when you look back at your team, yeah. That's it, it ain't nothing you did on the waiver yeah. wire. It's not how you set lineup. A lot of times, it's a simple fact that you took the wrong players at the wrong yep, spot. Yep. Yeah. So Sunday, I was just like, you know, we had we, he, he fell, he fell down there. Him and Jacobs fell down, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'll, I'll let fate decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, like he got taken because I was like, I got plenty of J. I don't need any more landmines potentially. So. I, I, I saw a draft where you did that. Yeah. So real quick, one more thing somebody said mm-hmm. that just kind of stuck to me. I'll just see what y'all think. Somebody said they think uh, going back to the injury part, they think he might still slightly be injured. And he wants to get that contract secured mm-hmm. before he returns, so they can't, so he can't decrease his value yeah. by playing on that injury. Yeah, it's a, a, I mean, it's an odd injury. I, yeah, every, just, everything, yeah, everything that I read with, with regard to that injury is like he should have been like healed up by now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if he wasn't, like, then he would probably be like having some type of procedure or cleanup. Did I, he it's do just a odd. Procedure? I don't know. Did he do surgery? I think he had surgery. They said he had a small procedure yeah. on it, okay. but. I mean, it, it's a guessing game. And that, yeah, I like yeah. to, when I'm drafting for high stakes money, uh, if you're yeah. in a confined league for 10K or if you're doing $2,000, a lot of money. Yeah. It might not be yeah. the beat now, but that's a lot of money. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a lot so, of money, man. So uh, <laughs> when you're doing a $2,000 draft and you yeah. click an injured players or players with a lot of question marks, yeah. why put that much risk? There's all yeah. what I've learned in drafting. If you really analyze the draft, yeah. there's always a guy similar to that guy in that yeah. range yeah. that you could be, especially if you're a volume drafter, yeah. mm-hmm. that you should be saying, hey, I might should have a little bit of this guy. You never but just what we need do that guy. is we get a little bit of uh, stubbornness about us, yeah. and we get sold on a player, mm-hmm. and we just keep clicking, and we know yeah. everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's always in those ranges. Yeah. Y'all, I've heard y'all talk about tiers yeah. and stuff. I really don't get into tiers, but yeah. it's the same philosophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's players in certain ranges that could reach the outcome of the guy that you're stuck on and you yeah. just keep drafting. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about Miami for a second. Let's assume that JT doesn't go to Miami. What are you guys doing with that backfield? I mean, like, is it Jeff Wilson? Is it Mostert? Are you betting on A-Chain, like, eventually taking a job? J-Dub. He's going so late. Yeah. You're getting a guy that can have so much value that you're getting in the double-digit rounds and everybody's just ignoring him. And we could easily see Jeff Wilson get that type of role where he's the bell cow. Most of them might get hurt, or most of them might be used more in the passing game. Mm-hmm. A chain might still be figuring it out. Like yeah. you said the other day, A chain's playing special teams right now. So yeah, he's not really special teams. He's like fifth on the depth chart, right. or something yeah. like right. that. So he doesn't even have a real rookie. role yeah. right now. And A chain's going Small. like ninth round or something yeah. like that. Now he's hurt, but they're all they're all relatively cheap. Yeah, yes. cheap options. Right? Yes. yes. So when a draft, when you see A chain there in the eleventh or twelfth round. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Ranges. Yeah, I like I like Jeff Wilson. Kid's a Texas kid from yeah. a small town. Yeah, that knows, yeah. knew how to grind. North Texas, grind right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. grinded his way and made it to the 49ers. Yeah. yeah, and then he followed the coach. The yeah. coach likes him. He traded for him. Traded yeah. for him. Yeah, and so there there there's a lot of good options there. So you can you can have a little and bit. And they A-chain. resigned him. Yeah, yeah. they resigned yeah. it. They traded for him yeah. and then resigned him. He has some talent too. He's not yeah. like a. Not so like, who you liking? Yeah, who you like personally? Yeah. I own a little bit of A-Chain, I own a little bit of Jeff Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Most are no? Uh, don't. No. Most are doesn't fit my profile of, of drafting running backs. Same, yeah. Older yeah. guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always been a freak. I liked yeah. him when he yeah. first came out of, of college. Yeah. yeah. But 
I don't, I don't like 30, 33 year old running yeah, backs. I mean, yeah. I don't make a living doing that, right? Yeah, yeah. injury yeah. prone that, too. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I'm in, I'm in agreement with that. I think I was very high on a chain, like coming out, and a little too high, a little too overzealous, and definitely have like backed off. Like, He's a small kid. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. Preseason, like preseason usage, thus to date, like that's a situation where I have like found myself. Okay, I'm believing what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not that he necessarily won't be a value uh, or be valuable in season at some point, but. Where he was going, I think it was a, a little too high. So and I'm then, falling back and just yeah. like. And then get your free agent money ready because the coach will just have some, some random man out there doing his thing. Oh, so man. you never oh know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was asking them in a group chat this past weekend, um, do they envision anybody potentially dropping A-chain this season? Do you think so? Uh, definitely, if he starts out slow. I mean, how does every yeah. year? I mean, yeah. player Joe Burrow was dropped in the main event. The guys yeah. that won the main event—that's what I was yeah. trying to tell you. Oh, yeah. They yeah. wouldn't have won yeah. the main Joe event. Burrow. But yeah. in a league, yeah. that's one thing about tournament play that people don't understand: is you don't have any control over what happens in other yeah. leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their, the waiver wire is mm-hmm. out of your control. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, hurts. they picked up Joe Burrow, and they happen yeah. to have Chase on the team, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so automatically, they we, yeah. people paid the price for Burrow eight nine yeah. whatever you paid for him. They got him off the waiver wire. Paired him with Chase. Hit magic and won it all. Won it all. Yeah. The thing so, with A-Chain, A-Chain's a local kid, by the way. He yeah, went to a four-bench yeah, yeah. school. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. um, track guy, though. Yeah. He's always been small. Even from, yeah, even from high school, he's been small. Yeah. A&M, I don't think he was the – maybe he was the bell cow last year. He played in between the tackles at A&M. Yeah, like, he, he, ran ran hard. Like, he ran hard. Yeah. Maybe he ran a little too hard. He rotated. He rotated. Yeah, he yeah. rotated. And Spiller was there the year before. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I always felt like he really couldn't – Take that that every down role. Yeah. I think what increases value the most is just the fact that he went to the Miami Dolphins and everybody was talking about McDaniel was beating the table for him yeah. mm-hmm. in the third round. Yeah. So it's almost like if McDaniel's wants him, then McDaniel yeah. must have a certain role for him, and that's potentially high value in fantasy. Yeah. And but the, in reality, man, do we really think he can be the guy? Well, mm-hmm. This is the thing. This week? is the thing. I think my my when, when I envisioned drafting a chain and him helping me out through the, throughout the season, it wasn't like this guy that I thought was going to be getting fifteen to twenty touches. It was a running back that was going to be in a system where both Hill and Water were on the field. Mm-hmm. And defenses were just like, Spreading we got to the stop, these guys yeah, out, yeah. stop these guys out. And he was just having lanes to run through. Mm-hmm. You can't, see, you haven't seen that in preseason because Waddle has not played in preseason. You yeah. saw it on the one run. Yeah, you saw it on the one run. But like, well, imagine, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. <laughs> but imagine if Waddle and Hill are out there. Things just seem to probably, spreads probably the open, open up a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. they started using them a little bit in the passing game. So I think the Miami backfield will be one in which, like, Somebody, you know, one guy's gonna be hurt, you know, one guy's gonna like catch fire for a couple games, then it'll just kind of rotate. Yeah. And you just gotta be smart and you know have a you know and, and be uh, accurate on when you start, start which one, mm-hmm. you know. And you have to figure out. Yeah. yeah. You gotta time it. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't if, like okay. That. If they don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. If, if all the guys are there, when are you gonna feel comfortable really playing it's him? I think see. Jeff Wilson as a second running back, yeah. you, you might be comfortable a lot of weeks because yeah. I think the coach yeah. is gonna give him the most. Yeah. No, Wilson, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'd start Wilson week. A chain is more of a, uh, a you gotta wait and see. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys like that in the NFL, and that's why you talked about waiver wire. That's why you find guys on the waiver wire shouldn't be on the waiver wire because exactly. mm-hmm. people yeah. get tired yeah. of them and they get bored, and then yep. all of a sudden the second half of the year, and that's kind of what I was alluding yeah. to. I mean, I got yeah. Tyreek off the Hill off the waiver wire when Shut I won the main event. Yeah, for a dollar. Stop. So for a dollar. They talk about waiver wire. Yeah. Yeah. Was it his rookie year or something? Uh, no, second year. You that, won in 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it was the second year, right? I, think I don't remember. Probably so. He was on the waiver in week 14, and I didn't have a running back. I had a, built a weird team, and it had uh, two tight ends, and it had only had one receiver all year, Julian Edelman. Never really had a second receiver on the team the whole year. Wow. <laughs> they always talk about zero wide yeah. They always talk about one yeah. receiver, right? This team had one wide receiver the whole year, and it got hot during – you yeah. know how the shootout yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done yeah. it twice. Yeah. Uh, 
the uh, it picked up Tariq Hill for a dollar. Never forget yeah. that he went nuts in the shootout. Oh like, yeah, he averaged like yeah. twenty points in the shootout. It's crazy. He got him for a dollar. So yeah. that, the yeah. way is very yeah. important. Is my point in, yeah. in fantasy football? But that so. reminds me right. of again, we brought this up maybe two or three times during this part. I mean, well, during this season. Dio and his Jared Goff, man. Like, yeah, yeah, having yeah. Jared Goff on his side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the top five team. The waiver is important. I've seen yeah. you in leagues, man. And um, and we can talk about this later, how you go about doing your waiver wire ad. But I see you put dollar bids on so many players that I'm like, I go next week, it's like a guy I won, and I look back and I'm like, how did he know to no, take this guy yeah, with yeah. dollar bids? <laughs> it's grinding, man. I, 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 am, I have a sickness when it comes to football, and literally I don't sleep. <laughs> And I also uh, talked to some very sharp people that some, I beat some ideals off of. Yeah, They've been yeah. very successful in football. And we have a good relationship. And so that also helps. I mean, y'all yeah. have that. Y'all, you and Dale, yeah. y'all yeah. talk every, all the time. So if you got somebody you trust and, yeah. and that you think they're uh, really sharp, it, it helps to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. We found gems in the rough doing that because yeah. I'm a film guy. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a yep. stats-driven yep. drafter yep. at all. Same thing. That was yeah. If they don't they pass the film test, yeah. I don't care what your stats say. Yeah. I'm not yeah. drafting them. And there's people that have defied the, the film test, right? Yeah. Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't like Jordan Howard. I said yeah. he's, gonna, he's terrible. Yeah. He somehow had one great year. Yeah. Have you ever seen him again? No. Never seen him again. So it can happen. They can defy the film I test, but yeah. very few guys do. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Jamal Charles, he's a film. You yeah. see him on yeah. film, you say, golly, this guy's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And there's some running backs this year that nobody talks about. Yeah. Might not talk about them on this pod. I got a few more yeah. drafts. But <laughs> yeah. There's some running backs this year that passed the film test that we're sitting here right now. And yeah. we're talking about Jeff Wilson, 18. Yeah. And at the end of the year, we're going to be talking about these cats. Because yeah. um, yeah. they defy the film. Give us one. Yeah. Just give us one. One. The give, worst one. The, the, the one at the very well, bottom. I'll, I'll give you one of my favorites. Elijah Dotson. Oh, kid, see, ah, this kid, this kid, yeah, he stole it from it. This kid, I, I yeah, didn't know who like yeah. that, and I watch film like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somehow this coach finds yeah. Elijah Dodson, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, an older guy, right? Yeah, people don't want to admit that they just draft Eckler yeah. first round every time. Yeah. Oh, Eckler, Eckler, I'm gonna take Eckler third, number yeah. three overall, and, and there's nobody else in the draft. But on every NFL team, almost yeah. every NFL team. There's guys like Elijah Dotson, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people ain't never heard of him. Don't watch. Don't know anything about him. I didn't know anything about the yeah. kid. But if you watch film on Elijah Dotson, he'll jump off the page at you. Yeah. Hmm. Another kid for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a few. Emmanuel Wilson. Nobody talks about this kid. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, older guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. AJ Dillon. Never done nothing yeah. in the NFL. If yeah. you want to be honest yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Emmanuel Wilson is a freak show. So all of a sudden, at the end of the year, you're saying, "Damn, Emmanuel Wilson got 300 yard games at the end of the year. Where he come yeah. from?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's so, what I'm saying. You got to grind. How's things in football? Not yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. PS, There's a lot PS, of sharp people, man. We putting this behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> this is pay per view. So, so let's stick in there for a second, right? So <laughs> players like that that you mentioned, because all those players right now we could say is probably third, fourth on the depth chart. Yeah. Like, you could say that, but maybe it's not true. Right. That charges right, that charges right. situation. The they are really be. trying to Josh Kelly. That out. What has yeah. Josh Kelly done? And does, does he look does he look good to you? No, when you no. Spiller. Does he, he look good, good in the preseason? No. Isaiah Spiller was a decent running back at college. He wasn't a. Yeah, yeah he was. This Elijah Dyson kid yeah. is a freak show, and the coach knows it. Watch him. Watch it. Go back and watch the game when when he made that run. The coach on the sideline jumping up yeah. and down, and that dude thinks he's the smartest guy in the NFL. Yeah. I promise you. So, that. so my question though is, players like that, if they don't, you know, pop week one. How long are you willing to hold them till you say okay? Well, Potentially, where I get them, I hold them all year. You hold them if all I year. If I believe, if I believe in a guy, yeah, I hold them all year. So Unless something happens on my roster and I, and I can't hold them, mm-hmm. then I, I cut them and look for the next guy. Got you. But guys like that that I truly believe in, that I think maybe might be like Jamal Charles. Yeah. Can, Once you see the talent, yeah, you, you I'll just hold on to it. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Okay. But but both that's just two examples. And if, uh, 
I'm happy no, for that's you. Good. That, that, those are good examples. Those, those two yeah. cats to me, when I watch film, yeah. and the other kid I really liked, I, I give you a few. I, I don't, I don't really care at this point. The other, the other kid that I really like, <laughs> this is what this does to you. <laughs> the other kid I really like is Keith Mitchell, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, fast. Yeah. I have yeah, him yeah. on 100 teams in, in the 350s because I really liked his film. Yeah. I thought he, but the problem with him is, is you got to see if the coach trusts the kid, yeah. right? Does mm-hmm. he trust him in pass pro? Yeah. Or does he not trust him? He yeah. might have all the time in the world and you see this guy flag and say, why don't this coach play this guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he can't pick up a butch and Lamar Jackson yeah. getting killed, so he can't play him, yeah. right? Yeah. But there's a lot of ex- – I, I bring those guys up because just to tell people out there, they get hung up on the, the uh, reading their magazine or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing high-stakes fantasy football and you're not doing film study yep. and you're not running by guys that you trust, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to win in the long run. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have some fluky years where you get yeah. you're lucky and you win something, but, but to sustain success, mm-hmm. you better be grinding film and you better be uh, talking about situations and players. So, I'm, And I'm sorry, I'm going totally off the No, man, keep going. <laughs> no, no, I love talking football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. How, how valuable is the preseason games to you, like the actual games? I'm going to tell you, it's not that valuable to me, right, but go. some guys that I trust is real valuable to them. Yeah. So what I do is I watch the preseason, and then I'll ask that guy, hey, man, what do you yeah. think about the offensive line yeah, there? Okay. He's what like me like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, don't, I don't love the preseason because I've yeah. already watched tape on most 90% yeah. of yeah. these guys. Yeah. But now, like Elijah Dotson, he came from a small pool out of nowhere. Yeah. Never heard of this kid. Mm-hmm. And then I got direct watching his college when he was at Sacramento College, and he went to Northern Colorado. I said, Jesus yeah. Christ. This kid's got a skill set that translates yeah. to the NFL. So. I was telling y'all about Dotson. And yeah. I, I know mm-hmm. y'all don't remember it, right? Mm-hmm. We drafted him. Yeah. No, no. I drafted no, 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 him. No, no, yeah. and, then he, and then he sniped me. Right? <laughs> I, have a bunch of Dotson. I was telling y'all about Dotson like um, two months ago. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I know y'all don't play on Sleeper. Yeah. I don't do any underdog mm-hmm. okay. Sleeper. Yeah. So Sleeper has like a page where they have players that are trending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always sending y'all these yeah. screenshots. Right, right, right. There was Dotson at the top like in June. Yeah. And I was like, who the hell is Elijah Dotson? That's what yeah, I put in the group chat. Like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, yeah. And that's what made me go look at his, yeah. his tape. And I was yeah. like, okay, this guy's dude. But at the same time, I was like, man, how's this guy going to make the team? He's an undrafted Yeah, he going to make the team. And now that I've seen it, like, yeah, he looks good. Yeah. yeah. So, so you sent me, like, a text about Kyler that basically says that Kyler needs to essentially be activated what of the PUP or right right like in about seven days yeah. in about a week it's the before 24th, he has right because they were talking or maybe it might be 24th. no not the 20, 24th is today is it no today's 23rd they so, said it was seven days and okay. that was that was yesterday right? seven days from yesterday so so that means but either way so about a week yeah. let's say about a week yeah. Yeah. he needs to be activated Otherwise, Within he stays a week. on the PUP. Or he stays on the PUP for four weeks, just yeah, like yeah. the normal yeah. PUP works. How do you guys feel about that offense if he's not activated? Like, we saw some videos of Marquise Brown <laughs> not being able to get any separation. <laughs> we have some James Conner. Yeah. Like, how do you guys feel with, you know, Kyler not being yeah. in that offense and drafting anybody on that team? Yeah. The, so, we talked about James Conner. I feel like. It's a kind of a cop-out answer. It just kind of depends on the team. And I think, like, when I draft him, especially early on when he was going in the eighth, mm-hmm. to me he's like, you know, we talk about the uh, free look guys, like, yeah, you know, yeah. with KC and the Lions. Mm-hmm. To me he's like an extended free look guy mm-hmm. because ideally, like, you get him for, like, three to four weeks at the mm-hmm. very least. Mm-hmm. And that's just a guy, like, probably starting him week one. Like, I'm yeah. probably starting him week one, and then I can figure out, what are guys like Elijah Moore going to do? How does Gabe Davis look? How does Zay Flowers look? What is Rashad Bateman doing? All mm-hmm. these guys that people are drafting, they're like assuming that they're going to be automatic starters, and we have no clue how they're going to perform. Yeah. I love putting James Conner. And if he makes it through the entire year, mm-hmm. 
boom, like mm-hmm. potential like league winner at that value. Yeah. But I'm just not assuming that at this stage. Mm-hmm. Marquise Brown, I put in the group chat. I said, what are we doing with Marquise Brown? I went to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what are we doing with Marquise Brown? Because I, you know, I was like a Marquise Brown two years ago. Like I was a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And then last year I was like, nah, I can't do it. Not with D-Hop. I'm like, I'm, I'm out. And then this year, I'm just like, at first I was like, oh, man, he's like the number one wide receiver. But I can't bring myself to click the button. And then yeah. I watched him 1v1 against a corner. I'm no, sorry. When you're no. a 1v1 versus a corner as a yeah. wide receiver, a number one wide receiver, you should never lose. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to take too much from one clip, but I'm taking a lot from that clip. <laughs> it's almost like fate. Like, you yeah. question it, and then yeah. the next clip yeah. you saw, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. This is God telling me no. I should have drafted Because I got that question out before, and then I saw yeah. the video, and I was like, oh, my God. Okay, this is it. This is yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you want to speak on it? Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals are uh, – Got a horrible old line. Yeah, um, James Conner's a decent price in high state yeah. fantasy football right now. Uh, he's probably the only. I, I won't say he's the only guy because uh, Michael Wilson's a guy that kind of intrigues me at his mm-hmm. price, and mm-hmm. he's a big kid and looks yeah. like he might be the number one yeah. receiver. And he mm-hmm. goes, and, and that's what I want to tell you. Yeah, Michael Wilson is a yeah. guy that makes me nervous about Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. No, but go ahead. Go let's go. not. You talking about Kyler? As far mm-hmm. as it's going to hurt the offense. Don't sleep on Clayton Toon. Go good, man. Clayton Toon, he won the Manning Academy uh, quarterback thing last year mm-hmm. going into college, which is why us U of H people are so excited about him. Yeah. He didn't do that great this season. But uh, he has talent. Yeah. And I don't think Colt McCoy is any good. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Toon gets the job early. And he's mm. a gunslinger. Yeah. He's going to throw that rock. Yeah. So it might help Hollywood, even if Kyler's not there. You know? I think they're going to want to just – they want to run. Like, I think, like, that offense, like, from everything that I've read, you know, from where the OCs come, I think they want to just run. And the GM wants them to not win. Okay. The coaches, obviously, and the players want to win. But I think they just want to run. The issue is, like, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Like, it's just going to be a have bad to pass team. The ball. Like, like well, who, who's their OC? Or where does it come from? Uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name? I always like on this guy. Is he the guy from Cincinnati? Like, the, the – He's he was he was with uh, he's been with uh, uh, Kevin Stefanski uh, in, from the Browns from the Browns yes. okay. and then he I think he also spent some time with uh, one of the Philly guys at, at one point who's it what's his name Drew, Drew Pessing yeah that, that's his, that's his name yeah. but he's never been an offensive coordinator he's never called plays on his own uh, so it's you know it's a I lot mean, of red flags yeah it's a lot of red flags it's a lot of red flags like not calling plays to me is like a big thing. Like, yeah. yeah, you could, like, succeed at it, but if you've never done it, like, I feel like that's a huge thing. I see what he's doing. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not I going see what you're doing. Yeah, but, like, even, doing. like, the Texas guy, like, if you've never <laughs> called plays, like, it's not not to say that it's going to be terrible, but, like, if you've never called plays, you've never called there's plays. There's going to be a like, learning there. curve there. Yeah, there's a learning curve. Yeah. Like, you don't know. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know how good you're going to be. There's a certain, like. There's a rhythm to it. Yeah. Yeah. Good ones have a rhythm. I mean, they keep, they keep yeah. it flowing. That was a B enemy. Uh, that was not uh, a B enemy. So, that was not a B enemy. That was a B enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I see you. I see you. Take him out. Take him out. How do you feel about Hollywood? Hollywood, because his value. What is he in the seventh round right now? Yeah, he's like seventh round. Yeah, I have a hard time pushing. Have a hard time. Real hard with the guys that are around him. There, I have a real hard time pushing the button. Like there's a draft he's got there on the screen. 
Yeah, he's Hollywood. early seven in this one, and this is one of the drafts that we're going to talk about later. But yeah, so he's seven yeah, yeah. one in this early one. seven. Yeah. yeah, give me Jahan. I'll take. Uh, I'll take Dotson, Dotson, and Addison, Powers, <laughs> Gabe Davis, take, uh, Elijah Moore, Sky Moore, Moore Michael Pittman. Yeah, Michael Thomas. I take all of them. Give me one legged Michael Thomas. That's a bad offense. I mean, he might. You know how bad offenses work, though. They might get behind. He might catch some garbage time, but it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think he has. Ceiling, so if it yeah. wasn't a bad team, though, like if it wasn't like a, a team that just like it made all the sense in the world for them to just like tank, oh, like yeah. it makes all the sense in the world for them to tank. Like if it wasn't that bad of a team, then I wouldn't have an issue with it. But like you brought up Michael Wilson, like I yeah. love smashing the button on Michael Wilson late, yeah. and you just keep him, and now he's gonna be a guy I'm gonna be picking up throughout the season because yeah. in my mind, I just see it right now, like weeks 15, 16, and 17, yeah, their offense is gonna be garbage, they're gonna be like. Clayton Toon's gonna be starting, yeah, and, and he's just gonna be slinging it to yep. Michael Wilson, yep. like, like you Rookies can like came in together, like and it just seems like such report. an obvious thing that's gonna yeah. happen, you know. Yes, and, and, and not only Michael Wilson, but don't sleep on Rondell Moore is still there. They yep. like Greg Dortch. Remember that that they time like Greg last Dorch. year? Greg Dortch had like three, four game stretch yeah. where he's just killing it. Yeah, Greg Dortch, small Greg Dortch can is a receiver like the room get? I mean, like, can he really the survive? Smallest offense in the NFL, <laughs> man. Yeah. Those Rondell, receivers, man. It looks like Rondell's snap share is going to go down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. with Ertz back, and they might play McBride yeah. and Ertz together. That's what I was getting at. That they want to run. Yeah. So, They're going to be running a lot of 12 personnel, a lot of yeah. two tight end sets, maybe three tight end sets. So you might have games where Rondell's completely phased out this year. So he's, but he goes real late. Yeah, he does. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the Jags for a second. Listen, Calvin Ridley is back this season. Christian Kirk was their receiver one last year. Evan Ingram is still with a slot receiver, essentially. A slot tight end yep. is what I like to call him. Listen, what do we do with Calvin Ridley? Like, how do you guys see Calvin Ridley in that offense? What what should we do with Calvin Ridley? Is he going to be is he going to be the alpha yeah. in that receiving room? I don't know, Dave. Uh, <laughs> my, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be totally honest about this take here. Uh-huh. Uh, when I first evaluated it, yeah. I said no Calvin Ridley, right? Yeah. Okay. But then I start watching preseason, and it looks like Trevor Lawrence. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a, a, a great quarterback this year with the, with the mm-hmm. weapons they put around him. Mm-hmm. But what I see in the preseason is Ridley is the clear number one there now, and Kirk might be the guy. Zay Jones might play full snaps. Yeah. Nobody drives Zay Jones. I don't yeah. even drive Zay Jones, but Wait, he played. Where, where, where are you getting that right now? <laughs> <laughs> I won't be pushing the button on Christian Kirk a whole lot. Oh, and I'm a Christian yeah. Kirk guy. I like yeah. Christian Kirk. But I think NFL involves, and uh, I have some Christian Kirk in 350s, but once I, I really got to analyze that offense, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be like pushing for pushing Christian Kirk up in my draft. He's going to have to fall mm-hmm. to me in a So are you saying in two receiver sets? I think, think Zay Jones and Calvin really going to be playing. Wow. With that, wow. that makes all the sense in the world to me, though. Kirk is it gonna makes sense. Get it, but, and that's what they've been it. doing in the preseason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what made me I, – yeah. I watch preseason and I evaluate situations in preseason. And Kirk's still going to have some games. He's a talented yeah. kid. Yeah. But if Ridley's healthy and for whatever reason they love – I mean, Zay Jones got it done last year. Yeah. Yeah. The coach loves Zay Jones. And Evan Ingram's not coming off the field. Yeah. But so they somebody, paid uh, Kirk, didn't they? They paid him okay money? They paid him okay money a couple years ago. They yeah. re- he didn't resign. I mean, he, he makes decent money. But That's the thing with, like, with Doug Peterson, too. I have, like, a, I have a bad feeling about Christian Kirk this year. Yeah, Doug Peterson's mm. like a week-to-week. Like, he's definitely going to play the matchups. Yeah. So, but if if Calvin really can just provide you, like, a safe floor, he's going to have boom weeks. As long as he can provide you a safe floor, meaning, like, he's, like, playing 100% of the snaps, running, like, you know, X amount of – like – then, like, he's, like, a value where he's going. Like, mm-hmm. especially, like, in the third. I think his average ADP is, like, in mid-third. So, where would you like take that. him? 
I have like not taken it because I have like you not don't have known. any really. I had a no, I had I a la- I had a lazy approach. I you talked it. about having a lazy approach. Yeah, I had a lazy approach when the season started on Calvin Ridley, but I reevaluated it. And people talk about ADP, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they talk about building teams, right? Just because you get Calvin Ridley at three eight versus three two, that doesn't mean your team's going to be better because you got Calvin Ridley at three eight. Mm-hmm. ADP does not matter. No, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. not really. That, that, yeah, yeah. People overanalyze that, right? Yeah. They think, oh man, I, I, this guy got uh, Darren Waller at three yeah. eleven. This guy took him at three yeah. two. I've looked at a lot of boards where I like the team that took Darren Waller at three two a whole yeah. lot better than I like, like the. Yeah. So don't let that get you caught up. Like I'm trying to finesse a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you evaluate a situation mm-hmm. and you like the player. And you have enough ability to structure a team and create a team mm-hmm. where you're taking that player there, then it really doesn't so, matter. Right, let me switch the question there. Mm-hmm. With the way you just said that, what you just said, would you take Calvin Ridley as your wide receiver one, or would you prefer him to be like your wide receiver two or three? Full disclosure, he's probably never going to be my wide receiver one because okay. the way I, I'm going to build teams, he's probably going to be my wide receiver two or three. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. But, but, so what you're saying is you're taking a wide receiver early. Uh, it, yeah, 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 yeah I got you. But, I got you. But if. Um, Calvin Ridley's uh, there at 3-2 and I take him at 3-2, I'm fine with it. Okay. If I believe that he's in the right situation. Okay. And, and I like so, you don't think he's overvalued right now then? I, I don't think he's overvalued because value is relative, right? Right. So, if you get him at 3-1 and, you, and you say, so you say he's a value at 3-9, right? Well, I'm more but, so saying you don't think us him even being in third round as a whole is not too high for him. For him I, being out of football for I a year. I did at an initial first blush, but now I know. No, not much. Yeah, no. I, I mean, you. that back end of the second round is 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 it to honestly it's, it's basically okay, the market has decided that Chris Olave, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith are like should be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really like Nobody knows because those right. are like wide receiver twos that are going to have like spike weeks and they're going to have weeks where they disappear. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, yeah, they're going to finish with like 240, 250. Yeah. But unless like something happens to the number one, they're always going to be a number two. So like there's going to be somebody that's going to rise to that position to mm-hmm. overtake them. Yeah. They're happens kind of every the, year. Yeah. They're the safe picks at the back end. <clears throat> you know, I think once you get past like Tony Pollard, you know. You don't think Chris Olave is a number one? I don't know. I take Chris Olave, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I'm a big, like, I love Jawan Johnson. Like, you, everybody keeps, like, I yeah, love Jawan Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talented kid. Yeah, yeah, very talented kid. Like, and you got, <clears throat> you know, uh, Carr there. I also think Alvin Kamara makes a reemergence in the passing game. So, yeah. like, I think. I don't know how much volume he's going to be able to get. I think he's not, he's not going to kill your team. He can mm-hmm. definitely be the number one. He can definitely exceed expectations, but it's, it's still an unknown. Mm-hmm. Do you see Ridley in the same tier as Olave now there? I think I do. Like, I, like I, I'm purposely making it a point to, like, get some Calvin Ridley and You have shares. none right now. And I have zero oh, right you now. You sleep, man. Um, yeah, I know I've been sleep. sleeping. The, uh, been sleeping. the draft sleeping. boards have significantly changed. Like, early in the year, you could start a team, Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, Tony Pollard, right? Yeah. And now mm-hmm. you can't get two of those guys on the same no, team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So boards are a constant flux. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be able to adapt. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's why some people get in trouble because they never adapt. Yeah. They're all, you look at their drafts and they want you to analyze their drafts, yeah. right? They want to, and then they want to tell you, hey, you analyze my draft this way. I think yeah. it's this way. Well, don't ask my opinion then. <laughs> but, but the draft. The you draft, asked me. Yeah, you asked me. I mean, I won two championships. I might not stop. You came to me, Chief. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people take me wrong because I, I, I mean, if you don't want to 
mean, that's fine. I won't, yeah. I won't give it. <laughs> but um, these drafts, my point was that these drafts are constantly evolving from, from, yeah. week, from week to week this year. Yeah. yeah. And, and it might change, and you got to be prepared to adapt to whatever that change is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that what people really don't get about fans, I think the biggest flaw that the novice people have that come in and try to make money out of stakes mm-hmm. is they don't understand positional value, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, absolutely. There's, absolutely. There's periods in a draft yeah. where the position that's valuable, yep. you might want to take a fourth running back or whatever, yeah. but you got to understand what positional value has changed yeah. and that board changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So some people never grasp that. Let yeah. me ask you this, because you just did a draft with Abby. Yeah, so I've done a bunch of drafts with Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he kind of <laughs> like, no, showed us the board, and one thing I noticed that you did, I think, and correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Well, I don't know which draft is it, Dave, because I've done so many. Is it Sunday? What day was, was it? Sunday? Yeah, was it the one where? Is it the one where I pushed up Waller and you wanted Waller? I mean, watch the trail. That wasn't that one. And you got Doxon. Yeah. yeah, like, no, yeah. no, it's the one where we need to have a discussion about Doxon, and then they took Hurts. Yeah, were you in that one? Uh, some, of the, some of these drafts, that, that's enough. Okay, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Okay. Some of these draft boards, what I've noticed, and, and it's about the positional value, right? And okay. the board yeah. has changed, right? Right, right, right. So when I look at that board and, 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 and I don't like the board, and I used to not be this way, and I think it was a flaw when I really evaluate my, my processes all mm-hmm. the time. If I have a, a semi-bad year or something, mm-hmm. I, I don't blame the, the luck of the draft or what yeah. I was. I blame myself for right. yeah. making bad decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So when you make bad decisions in any – Form of life, you got to go back and look. Hey, what was what would I do wrong here? Yeah, yeah. And so it, it goes back to positional value. So this year, you're more out to see me take a Hertz or Mahomes or Josh Allen and have them on some teams mm-hmm. because why? They potential edge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if there's nothing there I like, you yep. could take I, you could take a quarterback there, and it yeah. might be a difference. Hmm. If you knew that Burrow was going to be available, because I, I want to say y'all took Chase at like in the two slot, mm-hmm. or maybe it was a third slot. I don't remember. But if you knew Burrow was going to be there in the fifth slot, like if you knew. Obviously, you don't know. But if you knew you would be able to get Burrow in round five, would you still take a Hurts? I probably would on that draft. I, I have several Burrow, uh, Chase, Higgins, Burrow oh, okay. stacks where I got Burrow in the okay. field. So, it was so I don't know what period of time it was in the draft season. Say I have a bunch of those. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm looking to get different against the field. Got you. Got and you. I got a Hurts, Chase. So if you had one team then? If I had one team, I'd prefer the Burrow, Higgins, Chase. Of course. Burrow, because Higgins, why? Yeah. Weeks 15 through 17, right. you could and get th- max That's value. something we talked about in our group yeah. chat. Yeah. Right. We talked about. Um, this, whether you should stack to, to ideally optimize because if one player goes off, then you would essentially think the other player is going to go off. Or say, get the best players and get the guy that, regardless of a stack, this guy is going to be top at his position. Yeah. In that case, it would have been hurt. Because, Abby, you're, you're high on Hurts this year, right? And I don't want to speak for you. No, Burrow. Burrow. I thought you were high on Hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hurts is my number one. So but I don't think – yeah, but what I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let me finish that. <laughs> but I don't necessarily think he's like one above the rest. Yeah. Okay. So like where he's going, it's like I don't feel a need to like reach to get Burrow. Gotcha. Like the fact that mm-hmm. like oh, sorry, reach to get Hurts. Hurts I got but you. the fact that like Burrow goes in the fifth, like I feel like Burrow's gonna have his like career year. So like to me, like if I can like Even with the injury? Even with the, I'm, I'm not I think worried it, about the injury. Yeah, I'm not, the injury I'm not worried about. The injury I'm not worried about. I think he's fine. He was doing yeah. sprints the other day, yeah. so I don't think it's yeah. calf. I think hmm. Chase is blowing that up. Yeah. I think he's fine. Hmm. But to get more to your point, like, you know, this because I think this all started with uh, probably our draft, like where we had Kelsey, and then it we were talking with that, Yeah, and we were Mahomes. talking about, like, okay, should we get Mahomes? And in my mind, I'm like, I don't have Mahomes in the rank number one. So, no, I don't feel like we should get Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should get yeah. Hurts. You prefer, I'm just yeah, going to yeah. get, like, the mm-hmm. number one guy if I'm going to go quarterback in that position. And yeah, I get your point. Like, if you're playing, if you're probably doing a bunch of drafts, probably the smart thing is to go Mahomes and play the numbers. 
I just like it's probably you had conviction. A, it hurts at that time. Yeah, it's probably an like arrogant and not so smart way to do it. But I'm I, just I, like I, I, I wouldn't phase it that way yeah. because I think in a tournament play they both yeah. have merit, right? That's true. That's true. The reason why is. The field, right? Yeah. What are you mm-hmm. trying to do? Get different from the yeah. field, right? Right. So there's 88% or whatever it was, 72% Kelsey Mahomes. Yeah. And say you get to a shootout, like you have a yeah. three-week window, anything can happen, right? Yep. Yeah. So you got Hurts, and Hurts out significantly yeah. outscores Mahomes for whatever reason in that yeah. three-week window. Yeah. And you're 5% yeah. of Hurts, and the rest yep. of the field has Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. Yeah. So you're trying to win the big money, yeah. right? And it's just yeah. like a, it's a couple of point differences. Like, yeah. you know, like it may be two or three points that may get you yeah. over the edge. Yep, you, for you, sure. You, you just said something. I'm not going to let you get away without clarifying. You got Burrow number two? <laughs> no, not number two. Not number two. Okay. I, but I do have him in the Mahomes tier. Like, I put in the chat, like, I, like, I would not be surprised, and I may take, like, a bet on Burrow beating Mahomes. Like, if you gave me enough, you know, like, I, I would not be surprised if Burrow outscored Mahomes. Yeah. Burrow runs a little bit. I think people don't realize that. And Mahomes doesn't run as much as I think Because his line is terrible. He's but running for his life. He's running for his life. His offensive, no, his <laughs> offensive line had injuries last year. I think that's why they – but Burrow, like, to me, like, their running game is not it. And I still, and I still like Joe Mixon because of the value and because of the offense he is, because, you know, the uh, potential receptions. But I think their offense is going to go through Burrow. I think that they have Super Bowl on their mind, and I think that that offense really wants to – take it to the next level. And if we can get a year where Chase and Higgins stay healthy throughout most of the year, mm-hmm. it's going to be nasty. We don't even talk about Tyler Boyd, who's like an amazing – We don't like, talk about mm-hmm. Irv Smith. We don't talk – nobody talks about Irv Smith. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't talk about and outside of Joe Mixon, like, that backfield is nothing. We've seen it now through two preseason games. Like, there's nothing yeah. exciting behind Joe Mixon. And mm-hmm. Joe Mixon himself, based on numbers, based on analytics, and based on the film, to me – is not really exciting as well. So yeah. what does that mean? I think the division is a lot better. Pittsburgh, to me, throughout the preseason, has shown me they're probably going to be better on the offensive end of things. Uh, I think the Browns can't get any worse than they were last year, and they have a potential to really break through. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're in a division, too, where, like, and then obviously, you know, Baltimore. They're in a division, too, where they're potentially the shootout. And they were a winning team last year, so the division is harder. I talked about it before. Like, I care less so about, like, whatever a defense is ranked in whatever category, and I care more about are you playing a competitive team and does it have a potential to be a shootout and is a point total going to be high? Mm, yeah. Give me the Vegas point totals before you give me the defensive rankings Matchups. for whatever team, you know? I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Travis Kelsey for a second. Listen, he has been as consistent of a tight end as I think we've yeah. had in a long time. But at some point, it has to end, right? Like, like it has yeah. to end at some point. Do you guys see Kelsey not living up to his, what, top five pick? I haven't seen him go, like, I think we might have gotten him in the fifth pick in one draft, but yeah. I haven't seen him go later than that for the most part mm-hmm. in FFPC. Do you guys think that he lives up to that top five pick? Let's be honest. I mean, like, at some point he has to fall off, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I'm fading him. I'm just, like, you know, like Dave said, like, my approach this year has been, like, get one of those elite wide receivers. Get one mm-hmm. of those elite wide receivers. And even though Kelsey may score more than Hill and maybe a positional value, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why my mind is going towards trying to really attack wide receiver. I don't think I've been in a position, though, where it's like if I'm in the two slot, I just take Chase. Mm-hmm. You know? I do think he's getting older. I do think that we forget that, he, like... He, you know he's getting older. He, we know he's getting older, <laughs> yeah. I do think we forget that, like, 
we forget about 2021, 2020 seasons from a standpoint of like he was not just elite elite. Like he didn't put up 359 points, I don't think anyway, in 2021 and 2019. Meaning that like I do think there's going to be some regression there. There could potentially be regression there in the entire offense. Like we don't talk about that. We've seen periods of time where the KC offense flutters. Like when everybody went to two high safeties, that offense started to flutter. So maybe they figured them out a little bit. Maybe some of the other wide receivers, Rasheed Rice or Sky Moore in the second year, Kadarius Tony's healthy. Like maybe they find other ways of like getting other guys involved. It does not feel comfortable fading him, but I don't know. I think I've been fading him. And I don't know why. I can't like I can't give you anything more than what I just said. I'm, it kind of sounds like I'm you're going to be a year early and now you're uh, potentially, year too late. Potentially. The but it's Bill also Tech. roster construction yeah. for me, too, because I'm, I'm, I can't give up Bill like Parcells. trying to fight, find a late tight end. Like, I can't give that up. Or like yeah. mid, you know, even like a mid guy or like a Darren Waller. Like, I can't give that up. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, how do you guys feel about it? Like, do you think that you should be fading Travis Kelsey at this point? Like, given that, I mean, at some point he has to decline, right? I mean, I mean, to me, the other weapons there have not really been proven yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, he had uh, Tyreek Hill for like two, three years, and it was always one of them will be the guy, Kels or, or Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But then the one season he lost or Tyreek Hill left to Miami, it was just the Kels show. I mean, yeah. he had other receivers he threw yeah. it to, but it became the Kels show, and he yeah. blew up last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from what I've seen, it doesn't look like he's slowing down. Right. He looks like he's still excited to play. He, like he's not taking games off. He played the last preseason yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a tight end, so he doesn't really have to have burners. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's getting old, but as long as his hands work and he's still running his routes and he still has a size, he can still you know. That's be the effective. crazy thing is he's like not a burner. Like watch him yeah. on this guy. Like he's great. Maybe the greatest tight end of all time. Like probably not you know, better than Rob Ross, but you know what I mean. But you like watch or him Shannon play. Sharp too. It's not like he's just like out here just like no, he's not. you know like yeah. you know. But he just gets open. And he's open. He's open. And he scores he touchdowns. Always and he catches the ball. Yes. And he's in a rhythm with you know, his, his style of play yeah. is something that can last for yeah. years. Don't forget players like Antonio Gates. Mm-hmm. Antonio Gates was was walking on the field. He would walk. He turned around. Open. And he would get just boxing people out. So it's like, so I look at it like, okay, again, the competition, the trust factor is still there. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. He knows, and I I heard him do an interview recently where he knows he's underpaid. Mm -hmm. But he also is saying, yeah, I'm underpaid, but I know I'm in a great situation to continue to win rings. Mm -hmm. So he's still focused on that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So for me, and I think the reason why he's taken so high is because it's really more so him against the other tight end players. Like, Kelsey compared to tight end three or four or five yeah. is way above it. It's like yeah, yeah. a positional advantage right there. While you look at, like, the receivers, you can see a receiver you're taking around two, like you're saying now, and you look at a receiver you're taking around five, and you're going to be have that same value. You know, so, right. I mean, I'm still, like you said, that draft we took in the, uh, the number five pick, I would take that all day long. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I haven't seen it yet. And yeah, it's good to be one year early, but F that. I'm still I mean, like, it. just for the record, 367 fantasy points based on FFPC scoring in 2020. 2019, Mark Andrews was tight end number one yeah. mm-hmm. with 294. And then obviously. No, Andrews was 334. And Kelsey 334. Was I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Andrews 334 with but, but 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 even looking at this, mm-hmm. he was 
still the number two tight end, and the guy right after him was 70 points less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he still had value. I know, yeah. I know. And if you look at 2022, he was almost 100 <laughs> yeah. points. Look at that. It should be like about, about 100 yeah. points. Bro, yeah, how can I just pass that up? Yeah. yeah. In a tight end premium league. In a tight end premium league. thing is, usually you're not passing it up. I don't know. I, I, like, I want to hear what Dave got to say about this. Right, he's yeah. over there quiet just talking. <laughs> <No, laughs> like, you're crazy. <laughs> I do. Uh, I'll be the voice of uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm 100% fading Travis Kelsey this year. Ooh. Ooh. Look at that. I actually think he's the easiest fade in football this year. Okay. Uh, really? Yes, I do. Um, I don't think you make a lot of money chasing uh, career years from from aging tight ends. And mm. I know he's I know he's been with Mahomes. I know all that, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm going to be – I think this is the year that, that um, he doesn't reach his – I think you saw the best of Travis yeah. Kelsey. Mm -hmm. And I actually d disagree a little bit with Dio because I watched these guys. Rasheed Rice is a lot better than people think. Mm -hmm. uh, Sky Moore had a year in the offense, yeah. right? Couldn't do nothing last yeah. year. Uh, uh, the Justin Ross kid is, yeah. is a freakish talent. Yeah. So you don't, like we the don't other know. pieces this year. I like the other pieces a okay. lot more. I, okay. I, act, I like the Prince kid, but he can't pass yeah. Brock. So yeah. he's not going to play probably. Pacheco is, is decent. I mean, yeah. he does some a lot of stuff. I don't love the way the kid runs, like his vision. Yeah. But he runs hard. Runs into a wall. He has to <laughs> run into that wall. He does run into <laughs> a wall. He'll break that wall. But he, but he, but he, he has top end speed. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just I'm just not taking Kelsey so, in that, so, that high in the draft. Like a lot of times, Kelsey goes first or second in a lot of drafts. Yeah. Right? So you're gonna pass a potential career year from Justin Jefferson. That's the thing. It I doesn't can't happen do it. anymore. So I can't do that. You're gonna pass a potential career year from Jamar Chase yeah. to own a 35 year old tight end because what he did last year and he mm -hmm. plays with Patrick Mahomes. One of these years, it happens to everybody. Yeah. Age catch up with me. I used to do a lot of shit better than I do that. <laughs> uh, so two but questions I don't. for me. So, yeah. Travis Kelsey to me, I'll go on record. Easiest fade maybe in the history of fade. Dan, you this heard it. Wow. This is going to be so wait, wait, wait. Two yeah. questions. <laughs> what, what pick, or you can say no pick, mm -hmm. but what pick slot do you have to be in where you say, okay, I'll take Kelsey? Or you just say, honest, I don't care what pick honestly, I'm at. Yeah. Honest, honest answer? 12. 12. I gotta have twelve where I compare. Well, right, right, different right. from the field. We're gonna do this the same way that you did, Abby. That but time. I'm having to do right, volume. Right. I'm having to do volume. Right, 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 right. right. If right. I'm doing one draft, yeah. I'm not taking. But this is the thing. This is the thing. This right. is what I keep going back to because you brought up the career year. Another way to look at that is like we forget. Like last year, he would fall to the twelve spot. Like that wasn't yeah. like the most abnormal thing to see. No, yeah, yeah. like the we guy get it with it, but yeah, it just, yeah. I mean, but that's another thing. But he was still a first round pick. You know, he was yeah. still a first round pick. Still first round pick. Still first round all right, round. all right. Yeah. Just hold on. Hold wait, hold I got on. a second question before you go to that. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. Let's stay on this one for a second. Okay. Stefan Diggs or Travis Kelsey? I'll, I'll take Diggs. Yeah, he would mm. take Diggs. Mm. Amon hey. Rye or Travis Kelsey? I'm a Amon Rye brand. The truth. I'm a, okay. I'm a truther. Okay, so here's a real one. Here's a real one. AJ Brown or Travis? I'll Kelsey. take AJ Brown. I'm an AJ Brown. Oh, yeah, okay. You're yeah. Like, oh my God! Right. You trying to bring up everybody? Right. Like, I love all of them. I love all of them. I test them. He's certified. Don't try to finesse him. I know what happened last year, but I just don't think you make a living going back to the well on old old players. Yeah. So my second question. So if that's the case, what is your you know if you if it's different approaches, that's fine. But are you an early tight end drafter this year, or are you a late tight end drafter? Or I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a beef. I'm a combination drafter. So there's uh, guys I like that I think are undervalued, and I'll try to target them in drafts. Okay. Mm. But I have punted tight end in drafts, and okay. I've done it for years. Where I've had a lot of success. One year I finished at five of the top ten teams in football guys. Right. Yeah. At the mm -hmm. end of the year, in the regular season, I didn't do anything in the shootout, but that's another yeah. point. Yeah. But 
every one of those teams, I took a tight end like the 15th round, right? Okay. So if you're right, but the problem with that is you got to be right, right? Yeah. If you're yeah. dead wrong, you're taking Luke Musgrave and he's a bomb and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and I think whatever. this year a lot of these late tight ends, one of the, like I think there's a chance a fair amount of them could actually sure. produce a fair amount. Yeah. Of there year definitely is compared to in the, the past. whole board's full of them. Yeah. They, yeah. they have a chance. Yeah. Where I mean, it's like buying a stock with Kelsey. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. You buy a stock. Everybody wants a stock that's mm-hmm. four hundred dollars, and then a week later it's ten dollars, and nobody yeah. wants a stock. Right. right, right so right. I want the opposite. Kelsey's already at his peak, right? Oh yeah. He can't yeah. go any higher. Some he people cannot. take him one overall. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. he only has downside, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody talks about the downside. They only talk about the good nope. times. I got mm-hmm. Kelsey one overall. I've, yeah. I've done one in the draft, right? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's talk about drafts for a second because we got someone who said, "Hey." Take a look at my draft. Oh, not another grade your draft board. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want you calling the me yeah. on Twitter. I'm not alone today. We definitely get you to grade. They don't want me grade, no problem. Tiptoe burglars. burglars. Oh, yeah. burglars. Yeah. Yes, yes. He says, big up uh, to first and 15 crew. Would love for y'all to roast my build in this FFPC main event, too. So it's not a 350. It's oh, a main man. event. From the three spot. This is a main event. This is a main event. Wow. So let's take a look at it for a second. He's from the three spot. He started off with. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for my team. I'm not even looking at this either. I'm looking for my team. <laughs> so he started off with Jamar Chase, then with Jalen Hurts, JT, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, Alvin Kamara. And this is for the audio uh, yeah. podcast listeners. Then he went uh, Alvin Kamara. Jahan Dotson, Michael Pittman, Dalvin Cook, and then Rashad Bateman. Let's stop right there because then he ended up going Nico Collins. And so I don't, don't, don't forget the Hayden Hurst 15th round. We'll, okay. <laughs> we, can, we can stop there. We can stop there. All right. All right. All right. So let's talk about his board, his build. How do you guys think about his build and how he went about drafting his team? Jamar Chase with the number three pick, that's not a yeah. bad pick, right? Yeah. All right. All right. So let's talk about his build for a second. Yeah. For me, uh, I don't mind it. It's you know I don't think it's necessarily for me just because it's, there's certain key guys that I'm just like off of. Uh, the JT and or, Pitts. No, I've taken JT in the third round. I've definitely backed off since. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know I don't know when this was drafted. Uh, but three, two, three weeks ago, uh, starting off Jamar Chase, Jalen Hurts, JT, I'd be thinking to myself, okay, that's that's a, that's a decent start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitts, I'm I'm not there on Pitts. I'm not there on that offense. I don't trust a quarterback. I don't trust. We gotta talk coach. about Pitts one day. Man. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't trust yeah. any of that. I mean, I think even if he like does well, like I just don't necessarily know. I don't see the upside there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a Pitts guy. But if you're a Pitts guy and you feel like he can like really break out, then you know that makes sense. You got you know maybe you get yourself with a lead tight end. I'm also not a Brees Hall guy. You got um, Brees Hall value though, right? Compared to other drafts. yeah, but again, I I'm so, not a Brees Hall guy either. Yeah. But I've seen Brees Hall go as high as the third round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care Many about times. ADP. Yeah. So for me, I don't. I do. I sent the video out in the tweet. I don't know. I did that. Just I mean, I don't know. I, I'm watching Brees Hall. Could he be there towards the end of the year? Maybe. I you know I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not that guy. I, I think I would have gone someplace. You don't think he there. looks good in the clips? Not really. I mean, so yeah, you're off really. of him. I've, I've not really been on him. I, I feel like it's a committee. I, how do you pay Dalvin Cook that much money? They paid right? Dalvin they Cook. They paid him yeah. a lot of money. But you see, money. he took Dalvin Cook, too, so yeah, kind of yourself wrong. a little bit. Yeah, we've talked about it. I just feel it's 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 odd that people are just like, Dalvin Cook is just going to be a backup, like, immediately. Like, Dalvin Cook is just there for the first two or three three weeks. Mm-hmm. What GM do you know is paying a guy that much money to just, like, be, like, just like A-Rod paid him, man. A-Rod paid him. Okay, well, <laughs> either way, 
Kamara, we've talked about, I kind of like, but sixth round, I usually like to get him at value. It's kind of high for Kamara. Exactly, he? exactly. So Here lately, he's been going up yeah. on that, somewhere between there and 7-5. Really? Yeah. Pretty much he's in the main events. Oh, yeah. So, it's okay. a, to me, it's like a lot of potential trap plays. It's a lot of potential, okay, yeah, I got this guy at value, but, like, maybe that's where that guy should go, or maybe he should be going a lot later. Like, I don't – so, you, you took a lot of risk with this draft, which I guess, you know, you're playing in the main event against – 8,000 people, whatever it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Jahan Dotson pick, I would never say that's a bad pick. That's uh, a decent pick, yeah. Seventh round, I don't ever take him there uh, because to me he's like, a, okay, let me see what I can get. So I like to get those guys in the eighth round. I don't like to rely on guys like that in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. I would have gone definitely someplace else. But then you came around you were able to get Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Pittman may not do much, but, like, getting him there. Like, he's still he's, a he's, receiver one yeah, on that the team, number right? one wide, Getting a number one wide <laughs> receiver in an offense in the eighth round Okay, like I, mean, I can give you uh, points of why. Do you Mike trust Pittman. that offense, though? I so I trust the idea of it being a first read RPO offense, meaning like first read you're designed to go to Michael Pittman, especially with the first rookie read you're, RPO yeah. you're designed to go to Michael Pittman. Then the question is, is Michael Pittman the the option in that? Yes, type he, of absolutely. Mm. Alex Pierce. I've heard is a lot D about guy. Alex Pierce's. Alex Pierce is the D guy. I, I can guarantee. You. I'll put money on that. Don't one. sleep on Josh Downs either. Yeah, like, don't he, sleep he, on him he, at all. Yeah. Actually. But I still think Pittman is a wide receiver one. Could I be wrong? Yeah, but I'll, I'll put 95% that he's a wide receiver one. The first you. read in the majority of, you know, their offensive looks. Ninth round, Dalvin Cook. I think it's interesting to pair a fifth round, Brees Hall, with the ninth round, Dalvin Cook. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take back my take on the Brees Hall because I think you got the Dalvin Cook at value. And then maybe you start off with Dalvin Cook and you see how things go and you play the best ninth guy. Ninth round is pretty late. Yeah. And then I like Rashard Bateman. Uh, that late again, potent- we don't know who's going to be the wide receiver one mm-hmm. in that offense. We don't know who's going to be the leading recep- receiving leader in that offense. So I love it that late. The rest of the guys are the rest of the guys. Uh, but so here's the thing, though: like last season, before we knew what that Miami offense was going to be, yeah, you told us that Tyreek Hill was going to like hit alpha because he was going to alpha his way to targets. Yeah. And he was going to alpha his way to receiver yeah. one for Miami. And that was before we had seen him in that offense. Yeah. I'm going to give you credit for that. But you don't think Odell Beckham is going to do the same thing hell with no. Baltimore? Hell, hell no. You I, thought gonna, gonna I thought you were going to say Zay Flowers <coughs> of Rashad Bateman. You no, no, no. <laughs> no you don't no. think that the personality of Odell Beckham being in that offense is going to alpha his way? I'll put it you like think this. he's less of an alpha than yeah. Zay Flowers? I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. When you hear Tyreek Hill talk this year, he's talking about getting 2,000 yards. Mm-hmm. When you hear Odell Beckham talk this year, he's talking about, I got one more I'm good coming year. coming back. He's yeah. talking about I retirement. Got, yeah, he's talking yeah. about retirement. <laughs> he's yeah. still the old guy. That's not Alpha Talk. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, I still got to hear me. <laughs> you got Dave Flowers walking in the locker room. I'm joking, I gotta by the way. Question too. <laughs> I'm talking, by the way. Mark, got, Mark yeah. Andrews is the dog on that team. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude was so mad at Lamar for throwing a touchdown. He was talking about yeah, and we brought that in. I was like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's what I like. I like, yeah. I like yeah. to see that. Yeah. What do but you, you also say you didn't like Andrews. Say what? So we got to get back on that. I, well, I didn't say I didn't like him. I said I don't know. Yeah. I'm definitely not taking him there. Yeah, he's tough to yeah. Yeah. there, But I'll take it in there. But he, yeah. he, he's a dog for sure. Yeah. What do you think of his team? Uh, I think he took uh, – it's a main event, so he took a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, FFPC, as we know, is a shorter yeah. season than most yep. uh, leagues. It's head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Bowie's coming into play. Good point. I like Breesaw. I, I, don't, I don't mind Breesaw. But he has Kamara, who I like, but he's three weeks suspended. Yep. JT might not go anywhere and might not play. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with that team at that point? So you he think took, JT he, might not play? I mean, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. 
Like, you me. think he won't play week one? We're getting one. close I to – I don't think he'll play week one. The pro- another problem that people are talking about is JT doesn't come off the pup, right? And they don't and they don't uh, trade him. He's out for four weeks. Right. Same that's thing all with the Kyler Murray. Same thing with Kyler Murray. That's why they made the deadline. He's on the ah. pup. So, right. if they don't trade him by then to a team and they don't take him off the pup, he's done for four weeks. And you heard to consider a, things like that. Or, yeah. That's why I said when you talk about it. Yeah. Because Kyler's not the only player like yeah. that. Yeah. Ursay is a smart guy. I mean, Ursay's yeah. not no dumb. He didn't get yeah. all that money he got being that's dumb, true. right? That's true. That's so, true. He, he called JT's bluff, so I don't know, man. Yeah. JT doesn't play week one, man. That's yeah, that, but that yeah. team took a lot of risk, and he took Kyle Pitts kind of early. And Kyle Pitts, probably Arthur Smith for some reason, does not want the kid to play full snaps. Yeah. So I got to get a – I'm going to own a little Kyle Pitts, probably a tournament setting, but I think I need a better deal than that. Yeah. Um, so hit, hit the problem with the team I see – I don't mind the team. It's not horrible. I've seen way worse teams. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the problem is it has a lot of risk. Because, yeah. say, Dalvin's still not 100% come week one, and Brees yeah. is out, too, yeah. and then I so mean, who, he's playing. He's got no running back. Yeah. He could potentially have no running back week one. We got to give it a grade. I'm going to give it a C-. minus. The last one I gave a D. Yeah. This yeah. is a C- minus to me. I'll give it a C. I like some of the players, and maybe the risk pans out, and I like guys willing to you take this. You so far. So, I, I give it a pass. <laughs> I give it a C. But I've seen a lot of drafts, so I yeah. know what he's up against. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that team – can't, I don't think battle. it can win yeah. Uh, yeah. an overall or anything. So. I wish he would have taken another, like his second wide receiver a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even instead of Camaro take um, a receiver or pass on Pitts at the in the four hole mm-hmm. um, and take a receiver, and I think it would have looked a lot better. Uh, I think it can it can it could be a team that wins games during the season. But like what Dave was saying, I don't know if this is the type of team that can win a tournament. And when I'm doing all these these uh, leagues, all I'm thinking about is the tournament. Yeah. Like, I don't care about what does that give you? What five thousand dollars for winning the league? The yeah, twelve yeah, team yeah, like that's yeah. nothing to me. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to win the tournament, and, um, and this team just has a lot. Kind of like what Dave was saying, this team has a lot of players where they're in murky situations. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm already telling you, I don't like players where during the week they're questionable, and yeah. I don't know if they're going to play that week. Yeah. And I'm looking sure. at the injury report every single day. Yeah. Nobody try. thinks about that during the draft. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You don't think about that. that. But I will tell you, this is, this is why I keep harping on, like, let me get two elite wide receivers. Let me get two elite wide receivers. Because he put himself in a hole. So he went Jamar Chase and then Chris Olave, Jalen Waddle went. So he's like, okay, let me just get an elite quarterback. My quarterback won. He went Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Then Calvin really T. Higgins, T. Higgins goes. So you're looking at DK versus Keenan Allen. You're like, you know what? Let me just go JT. So then he comes back and then there's like a wide receiver run. And I can understand why maybe he was on the clock and he was thinking to himself, man, damn. All the wide receivers win. I don't I'm like gone. D-Hop, yeah. Drake London. Uh, do I want Drake London or Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Deontay, we've talked about. Brandon Ayuk. Like, these are guys, these are fancy wide receiver names, but are these really, like, wide receiver, strong wide receiver too? So, you're like, you know, okay, let me yeah. get Pitts. And you come back in the fifth, and you're like, I don't, I don't want to take another wide receiver here. I just yeah. took Pitts. I don't, definitely don't want to take Drake London. Well, so Brees Hall is sitting right there in front of me. Brees Hall is sitting right there. And then you kind of come back, and now, again, you you put yourself in a hole because now all these wide receivers win. They all look similar. They right? all look similar. Yeah. yeah so like. That's the thing about this is, like, sometimes it's not about, like, taking, okay, this guy's going to score the most points in the second round. Hey, so he got take, K. Dotton. Know. All right, hey. He got A. You got an A. <laughs> got an a. <laughs> yeah. So, what's his grade, though? <laughs> what do you give him? I gave him A. Shit. You no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, what are you grading? No, I mean, my, my grades is I like it or do better, and this is a do better. Okay. No, oh, come right. on, man. I give him a grade. He said do better. He said do better. That's the grade. You can always do better. Yeah, you can always do better. You got to lean into the mic and, and, and 
give them to do better. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta talk to the record there. Do better. Nah, it's cool. It's cool, but I'll say keep grinding. Yeah, keep grinding. Keep at it. He has something there, but. Like what Dave's saying, Jay, if JT doesn't play, ooh, that kills his team. He's I will, hurt. I will He's say hurt this. JT doesn't play. I will say this. He didn't finesse the draft. No. <laughs> no, he, took, he took what he wanted. I mean, maybe he's only doing one league, right? Yeah. yeah. And he so, says he's going to get so the best So the next question is, which team do we like? Ooh, Chris, like, that's did you a, give a grade? I didn't, but I'd probably give like a C, C minus. Okay. Only, only because, all right, we can see Jamar Chase being receiver one. We can conceptualize that. Right. We can conceptualize Jalen Hurts being mm-hmm. quarterback one. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So like he didn't punt on two of the most important positions. Also, Jahan Dotson, I can see Jahan Dotson being a top ten receiver with Terry McLaurin being injured. I think he was I gonna like be Dotson too. I like Dotson. I think I think he was gonna be the receiver one on that team anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think he's whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, what? You think Dotson's gonna overtake McLaurin? Yes. Oh, you crazy. Hey, man, a wrist injury is important, man, like for, for a receiver. He doesn't have a wrist. He has a toe. Oh, that's right. Like the turf toe. The turf, the turf, which is, yeah, but that's still important. That's, that's pretty bad. bad. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's, that's worse. Really bad, yeah. So, so he didn't punt on the top two positions. It's just that but you got to have a, a running back, man. I mean, but you got to field at least two running backs. And so even if – but you can't go in to the season with Devin Singletary – Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall play on the same team, so you're only going to play one of those guys realistically. Alvin Kamara is suspended for the first three weeks, yeah. so he's but leaving. You got to put yourself in his mindset. He he has to believe. He has to be believing JT is going to play week one. Yeah, so if JT yeah. plays week one, so and then, then he's he, just trying to fill Brees Hall between Brees Hall yeah, and Brees Dalvin Hall and Cook. Cook. Yeah, and good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so 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 if, so if that's his build. That means he's saying he's going to throw out four receivers, mm-hmm. yeah, which to. means his fourth receiver is Bateman. Yeah, or Collins. That's what he, or Kobe uh, Myers. He's got to pick one between those guys. Oh, that's a good and point, imagine, too. Look, that's imagine, a good point. Imagine yeah. if he – and I don't know how y'all feel about getting two wide receivers on the same team, but imagine if he went Chase Higgins or Chase Ridley, and then instead of Brees Hall, he went Joe Burrow. Yeah, sure. You know? You definitely going mm-hmm. to I mean, hindsight, but – That goes back to what I was saying before with yeah. that Hurts. I, you know what I think happened? And I'm just – Totally speculated. I think he probably wanted to take one of those receivers in the second round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were all taken, and he couldn't see himself taking those other guys yeah. at two, yep. 209 or whatever, 210. And he was like, let me just take Hurts. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with him not area. taking Chase and Higgins, though. Like, to me, to expect both receivers to hit like that, I get That's a good question. I, get, I think this I year, get how you feel, but, yeah. like, that's that's asking a lot. Like, I feel the same way about Tyreek Hill yeah. and Jalen Waddle. Like, we're asking a lot for both of them to be top ten receivers. I think Chase, I think Tyreek was, what, the second mm-hmm. FFPC scoring, was the second uh, ranked receiver. And then Jalen Waddle was, like, eight. Yeah. Like, like yeah. can you really expect crazy. two yeah. in a crazy year? Yeah. There yeah. are a few offenses where I would do that. Um, the Miami offense. Eagles. The Cincy offense and the Eagle offense, but you like, feel because that it's so narrow. Yeah, because it's narrow, and you're projecting volume, and it's all going to go there. Yeah. With so. Tua being so volatile, though, like, do you feel that that comfortable? They got Mike White. Yeah, they do. They got Mike White. Mike White. Mike White. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they gonna have a couple turnovers, and then they they got really got to come back. Like, yeah, Mike White will sleep. Mike White on a lot of teams. I like I like the Tyreek Hill team though. I like the Tyreek Hill team and the Cooper Cup team. Those are probably my favorite. That Tyreek Hill team does look pretty good. Yeah, it's not not terrible. Not not amazing. I'm not a big Njoku guy though, but. 
I like it. I'm not a big cup guy this year, but I like the cup team. Yeah. I think the cup team and I think the McCaffrey team did a good – there's two teams did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Are you drafting mm-hmm. McCaffrey this year? Full disclosure, I have one share. Yeah. Okay. Everybody I'm talking to is just not on McCaffrey. Somebody's yeah. drafting McCaffrey out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, McCaffrey goes two overall in some of these yeah. drafts. I've yeah. seen him go two yeah. overall. Yeah. I've always liked CMC, too. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm high on Garrett Wilson, but I don't know that high. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he goes all over the place. Yeah. I've seen him go all the way down, like, in the second round to, like, 2-5. I to didn't even know he was one away here. Yeah. Man, he should have took Devontae Adams. This is a main event with 2K. Devontae Adams and Garrett yeah. Wilson. I like this main event. They fired – I wasn't in this one, but they fired who they wanted. Yeah. You're yeah. in that many main events. I'm in a ton. Well, year. you have to ask yourself, am I in this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was I in this one? <laughs> was, was this one of the 70? <laughs> Okay, so good. So this is the question I want to ask you in pre-production, but I want to wait for the show. Yeah. So let's talk about your waiver setup. And you ain't got to tell me everything, but I'm just curious. You have, okay, you said 100 teams, right? Uh, You're going through your waiver. I have like this year, well, most I've ever had is 510 redraft teams. 510? Yeah. This year, I cut way back. I'm getting older. I think I'm going to wind up around 210, 220, somewhere in that ballpark. So mm-hmm. you're going through your waivers. Okay. And he's retired, people. He's, 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 he's retired. So, like, don't, I'm lazy, don't, get, don't get crazy ideas out there. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. don't over leverage yourself. Don't get crazy. Yeah. My first question is, do you know specifically your waiver targets before you start? Or are you going through them as you go through team by team? It, it's an evolving process. And sometimes it's team by team by what team needs. But most of the time, I have a group uh, starting after. I start on Sunday night most of the time. And Sunday night, I have a good idea of the guys that I might have noticed that week or, okay. or I've heard stuff about or whatever. So you make your list out before I mean, you actually go into yes. it? Yes. Okay. And then I load I load all the guys, which is, a, as you know, a tedious process. Right. Oh, Say man. I'm loading 30 guys in a waiver group right. for each team. Yeah. It's just an example. And I got 500 uh, – I got 220 teams. That takes a long time, man yeah. hours, to just get yeah, that yeah. in there. Yeah. So on, a, on an average day during football season – I'm not even exaggerating. Thirteen hours, thirteen to fifteen hours a day. Man. It's not for everybody. Yeah. So, so yeah. then my next question is because something that I do is I don't have a specific list before I start waves, but I have an uh, idea of the players I like. So I start my waves with team one and I get them. But then as I go through all my teams, I start seeing other guys that I like. Yeah. In waves, and I'm like. Damn, now I have to go back, back yeah. to the first teams <laughs> I don't, and go readjust it. Actually, I stay on the team and look through, make sure I didn't miss anybody that okay. might jump out at me. Okay. That's why it takes so long. Yeah, I, so load, I load the guys teams. that I – and, like, for, for preseason waivers, I've already loaded, like, all the teams I've done. Yeah, I started I have too. a freaking – some of those teams got 40 people in them because yeah. I drafted them back in May. Yeah. And oh, yeah. if you look at boards you did in May, yeah. you say, am I the same guy that drafted this team? Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking back then? But, oh and that God. happens a lot. But yeah. you can also Kenny look McIntosh at teams. on my team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still like that kid. Yeah. She's like, Kenny McIntosh is just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Kenny McIntosh. it's funny yeah. looking back because you, you make – everybody does it. They yeah. make some horrible mistakes and you yeah. say, man, I really destroyed this one. But oh, you can man. fix them. I've yeah. looked at teams yeah, I hated and they were in the shootout, you know. Man. What do we think about Hawkinson? Oh man, because he's starting to have a little bit of news that people I don't nobody's talking about. He's holding in. Yes, he's holding in. You think so? I don't think so. I know so. Oh. This is back in, in my back. So, like, what do we what are we thinking about him? I have very little Hawkinson. Uh, very little. Yeah. Very very little. Yeah. Hawkinson. So we yeah. just Addison worries me. 
he goes. Mm. I mean, I did a, uh, the main event. I, I, yeah. I left my iPad in the car, but the main event I did while well, I was sitting in the parking lot before I came over here to grab with these guys. I, I sat in the parking lot. About um, I live in Angleton, and I drove to Pearland because I knew I I wouldn't have time to drive over, and they'd be done with this. Yeah. So I drove to Pearland, pulled in the parking lot. And did an invitational superflex draft, which I hate superflex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was an invitation. It was a deep end guy. So I did. I was doing the 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 invitational. I had another window open where I was doing my main event mm-hmm. because I was supposed to do a main event with a guy I had forgot at eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. So he pushed. He changed it to put us in the the seven p.m. Yeah. one. So I stopped at the parking lot and knocked those two drafts out. Oh man! And, um, so yeah, it's it's a constant grind. Y'all are real degenerates, but that's our show for the week. Man. That's our show for the week. Guys, this is a great one. Please like, rate, subscribe. We're out. I enjoyed it. Out.